Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. I'm still a little raspy and my voice is still a little bit strange, but I'm super excited because hopefully you read the title of this episode and most importantly, you noticed what number it is. We are at number freaking 50, 50 episodes of the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am so excited I'm shocked. I can't, I still can't believe some days that I even have a podcast, that any of you listen to me, that you like follow me on social media, that you love my information. And then there are some days where I'm like, literally, I will tell my husband, like, I am so freaking good at this. I am a genius. I know my shit. This is good information. This is such a good podcast. I don't know. Anyway, I'm human. So sometimes I'm really confident in myself. And other times I'm like, what is, what am I doing? How do I, how do I have any how do I have any of this? How do I have a job helping women doing what I love? But said I am so thankful that I do. I'm so thankful for you and you guys, this is number 50. Like I I did it and I couldn't have done it without you. So thank you for being here. I'm just so pumped. Today we're going to talk about how to prevent workout boredom. And I'm excited. So I was really kind of <laughs> I don't know, leading up to episode 50, I was like, wow, I need to do something so cool and like have the best topic. And I really struggled, overthought really, um, about what to talk about. Like, what am I going to talk about on episode 50? It needs to be super impressive or I don't know what I was thinking really. And then I was like, well, why don't we just talk about something normal um, that will help people unfuck their fitness? It's kind of what we do here. So yeah, I, I I honestly was like struggling to think about the perfect thing to talk about and then realized I don't have to have the perfect thing to talk about. I can just talk to you about what I love and what I do best, which is what we're going to do. So we are going to talk about how to prevent workout boredom. I have seven tips, seven ideas, seven things that you can do to kind of, I don't know, I guess spice up your routine, things to like just think about to help you to not get bored, to not be stuck in a rut, to not quit. And as usual, I want to preface this by saying this is something that I've struggled with in the past. I, as you know, I started my own fitness journey. Like I started following a program and really, really working out and really getting serious when my son was six months old. And that was 14 years ago. So I have definitely struggled with, you know, keeping things interesting, figuring out what I wanted to do and what workouts I enjoyed and what would work for me along the way. And I've dealt with a lot of misconceptions. I've dealt with a lot of things that I heard from other people and I tried and didn't work and struggled with the fact that they didn't work. Because when you see something working for someone else and you try it and it's not working for you, you think that you are the part that's failing. When I would see someone doing something, I would try it. And I was like, this is so stupid. For example, for example, I'm always like bashing on Beachbody and it it sounds like I'm always bashing on Beachbody. Sometimes I am. But let me just say, for example, this one always comes to mind. I was like a Beachbody addict. Um, 
And there's nothing wrong with that if you are. But I was doing the kickboxing program. I don't even remember what it was called. And I remember I remember seeing like all these people doing these dance workouts and these kickboxing workouts and like I was doing it and I hated it. And like everybody around me was really enjoying it and I'm I just remember pushing play on those videos and just thinking <laughs> I don't like this. This is not what I want to be doing. But I thought that I, I never thought like, this isn't what I should be doing. I thought I suck. Everybody's enjoying this program. And look, everybody's excited and, or at least acting like they are, you know, all the other coaches. And I'm hating it. And I'm thinking that I'm the problem. But when something is not working for you, it's not that you are the problem or it's not that you're doing it wrong. It's that that's something that doesn't work for you. We are all different. And I think I have been stuck in that workout boredom so many times that I've finally gotten to that realization of, okay, if I'm stuck in a workout program or I'm doing something that's not working for me, I need to get out of it. I've actually been talking to my husband about this quite a bit recently And I have talked a little bit about on here is just about some struggles that I'm kind of going through. And just in case you are also going through some struggles or when you are in the future, you can maybe remember this. I'm having a hard time right now finding workouts that light me up. I nothing is working for me. And like this is my job as a personal trainer not just because it's my job, but because I love it. Like I love what I do. I love working out. I love all of this. So for me to go out in my garage to work out and not feel any sort of excitement, even before I don't want to work out right now in the middle of my workouts, I'm struggling to, I could quit in the middle of my workout and not care. It is so weird. After my workout, I don't feel any sense of pride. And I know that's some anxiety, some mental health struggles. It's not necessarily my body or my workouts that are failing. It's And it's not me that's failing, but it's like something's not working. And so I'm trying everything to not quit, to figure out what will light me up, to figure out what will work for me right now. And I'm not going to give up on that. I won't. You all know that. I am the queen of consistency, and I will show up, and I will do the thing, whether I enjoy it or not. But this is something that I'm kind of struggling with, and I'm getting out of it. And these are the things that I have done, these lists, this list of seven things that I'm going to tell you. These are things that I've personally done more recently to kind of switch things up. So I'm, I'm making some changes to my workout programs for this reason. I have a lot of women on my app that do my workouts and it's a struggle in a good way or challenge, I should say, in a good way for me to be able to coach a couple hundred women at a time and keep them interested, keep them involved, keep them wanting to come back, keep them getting results. It's a challenge. Think about 100 women in a line, right? Or in a circle or in a room and you think of their bodies and you think of their goals and you think of their lifestyle and you think of everything about 100. That's just 100 and I have a couple hundred. So anyway, you see my point is like I'm I'm trying to you know, bring this together for myself and keep this interesting for me and all of you and like all of my clients. I want to keep this interesting and exciting. And so I'm bringing these tips to my app as well. I already do have a really good mix of workouts and programs and things like that on my app, and I'm always striving to do better. And so 
a lot of these, this episode, a lot of these reasons came from myself and going through changes with my workouts and my body and my goals and also changes to my programs and for my ladies and my clients and the things that I have kind of learned and been able to tweak along the way. So these tips are tried and true, and I'm going to talk to you about them in detail, of course, and give you my thoughts and my opinions and tell you why they work and why you should try them. So that's kind of a little basis around the idea for this episode. This is pretty cool also because I feel like my business is taking a little bit of a turn. I don't know. For for whatever reason, this episode 50 is really just, it's just kind of bringing me full circle. Like it's episode 50. That's huge to me. I'm talking in this episode about something I'm super, super passionate about. And I'm also tweaking my business right now to make it so authentic to me, to where it's so seamless. I'm you know, talking to all of you and you are coming on and working with me and getting results and really, really loving it. And we're connecting and it's just, it's amazing. So it's all kind of lining up right now, which is really, really cool. So here we go. Number one is to prevent workout boredom. Number one is to follow a plan, but make sure it's not a boring plan, right? So for example, when you are doing and I've done this before, and some of my ladies have done this before, when you are, I'm sure you've heard of progressive overload, right? And if you are trying to bulk or build or gain strength, if that is your goal, if that's your only goal is to get stronger, to get bigger, to gain some mass, to gain some muscle, and that's a good goal. You have to do that. You have to have that muscle to be able to, you know, lose fat and tone up, quote unquote, tone up. But if you are following a plan like that, and you're just focusing on progressive overload, you should be doing the same workouts five days a week, all month long for four weeks. That can be very boring. Now, if that's your goal is to gain strength, you should be doing those workouts for four weeks and you should be tracking your progress and you should be upping your weights. But it is boring. I can tell you right now, I can only do that for about four months and then I am going crazy. And even then I will mix up like every other day. I will I will keep my foundation movements in place to where I'm doing my big lifts, my squats, my lunges, my hip thrusts, my chest press, my military press. I'm keeping all of those things in line and I'm hitting my big muscle groups and my big foundation movements. But on my accessory days, I'm really, really mixing that up because I can get bored so easily. So if you do have the goal of building strength and that's all you wanna do, you can do that for a while, but I'm telling you, it's going to get boring. So it's really important to find a plan it's also boring to like not have a plan and you're going to YouTube all the time or you're just walking on the treadmill or rowing or biking or you know even like a spin class five days a week can get boring or a certain class every single day can get boring. So spice it up. Make sure that you are doing different kind of lifts and different movements. If you're going to the gym, make sure that you are following a plan. But if I always tell my clients if have a dumbbell squat on the plan for them on the app, you can always do it with a barbell at the squat rack, or you can use the Smith machine, or you can, you know, mix things up like that. If I have a dumbbell shoulder press on the agenda, you can always grab the barbell and do a military press. Like you can change up the equipment. If there's something that I have programmed on the app with dumbbells, you can use a kettlebell, you can use an easy bar, you can use a machine. So you can change things up. So following a plan, but making sure that it's not so specific and so redundant and so boring that you're going to get super, super bored with it. 
that's one thing I love about my monthly programs is that I'm always, it's a plan, but they're always doing something different. The leg days are not the same. The upper body days are not the same. The full body days are not the same. There's some of the same movements, absolutely, but they're all different. And you can do an AMRAP, which means you do as many reps as possible. You can do an EMOM, which means every minute on the minute, you do so many reps and then you rest until the next minute starts. So There are ways for you to hit the same exercises, just in a different way to spice it up. So that is number one, to follow a plan. Number two is to shorten your workouts. There are a lot of times where I will have people come to me and they will say that they are working out in the gym seven days a week for 45 minutes to an hour and they're just exhausted. You can shorten those up and do five to six days a week for 20 minutes You can do four days a week for 40 minutes to an hour. There is no reason that you need to be spending so much time in the gym, especially if you have no idea what you're doing and you're not seeing results. So feel free to shorten your workouts for a little while at least. I have shortened mine and it's been probably two years since I've been doing shorter workouts. I personally used to do four days a week for an hour each time and then I went to five days a week for 45 minutes now I'm doing five days a week for like 30 minutes. It, it, it just, it is what it is. And honestly, depending on what you're doing in those minutes that you have, it's quality over quantity. So the amount of time that you have and the equipment that you have, you can make such a good, you can make such good use with that time and that equipment. There's a really, really good variety of workouts on my app too. I will have ladies that will always say, got my workout in today. It was set up for three rounds. I only had time for two. That's amazing. I will also have them go through and, you know, if they're looking for something quick, there are timed workouts on my app where it says it's literally a 15 minute workout or a 20 minute workout or a 30 minute workout. And they know what they have time for. They got up late. They, you know, double snooze their alarm, whatever the case may be, and they can just get in a shorter workout. So there's nothing wrong with short workouts. I know there's a misconception about that as well. Like you need to just be in the gym for an hour and then do cardio. And that's just simply not true. Number three is change up your workouts. For me, heavy, heavy, heavy lifting gets boring. I love the challenge at first. I love going up and progressively overloading every week. I love seeing the progress that I am making, but it gets boring to just stand there and do three sets of 10 squats three sets of eight military press. It does get boring after a while. And for me, I like to combine some upper and some lower movements. So I like to do thrusters. I like to do a an RDL into a bicep curl. I like to do a you know, squat to press. I like to do like a, I hate burpees, but I, I like to do a burpee to a shoulder press. I like to mix those things up sometimes. And so make sure to change up your workouts. Yes, it's good to have goals and Yes, progressive overload is a thing, but when you're struggling with showing up because it's so boring, if you're struggling with feeling super sore, if you're struggling with, if you're just struggling, it's time to mix it up. And so for me, I will, when heavy lifting gets boring, I'll mix it up and do those combo moves at least a couple times a week. And when that gets boring and I want to go back to these very, very structured lifts to where I'm lifting heavy and I'm taking breaks and and that feels good to do that again. I will mix it up and there's nothing wrong with changing it up. In fact, it's really, really good to change things up for your mind and your body. Number four, get a fun playlist or an interesting podcast to listen to. 
Sometimes you can actually keep your workouts the exact same and change up your music. Or some of my ladies like to listen to like crime junkie podcasts and that's their time to like escape and listen to maybe a health and fitness podcast or something entertaining. Like I can't think of the one that I listen to right now. There's an, uh, there's an uh, our podcast right now that I listen to. It's a husband and wife and they just and, you know, they're just answering questions. People are writing in questions and they basically give their take on these questions. And it's hilarious, completely thoughtless, but it gets my mind off of what I'm doing and onto something else. So if I'm committed to these heavy lifting programs, I'm committed to building strength and I have to do these boring workouts, I will change up my playlist, listen to some music from, you know, back in the days when I was in high school or something and I did that the other day, actually, and or listen to a funny podcast that can change things up for you in the gym and just make it a, a different experience. Number five, track your progress in my app. You can see your milestones and it's so much fun to have my ladies post it, share it with me and get really excited about their progress. So sometimes you can feel like you're not making any progress or you're just bored or Whatever the case may be, maybe you're at a plateau, you're not losing any weight, whatever, you, you know, whatever in your head is causing you to be like, I'm not making any progress, I'm not seeing any results, which is not ever true. If you're showing up, you're seeing, you're making progress, but sometimes it's hard. So it's nice when my clients finish a workout, it will tell them how much weight they lifted overall. Um, it'll give them, you know, certain stats on like, you PR'd in this movement, or you lifted the most weight ever, or just different things like that, they can screenshot it and share it. And I've had ladies before check in to the group chat on my app and just say like, hey, I really didn't want to work out today, but I ended up working out. And not only did I crush my workout, or maybe they'll say like, I totally half-assed my workout, I thought. But you know, at the end, I ended up lifting like the most that I've ever lifted on bicep curls or something like that. And so Tracking your progress, seeing wins like that, that maybe you don't even have to track if you do it inside of an app and it does it for you and it can tell you like, hey, congratulations, you maxed out on back squats today. That's really cool because sometimes you don't want to show up. You're thinking it's super boring, but you ended up doing something cool anyways. So tracking your progress is awesome. I used to track my progress literally on like print out sheets. I would type out the movements that I was or the exercises I was doing that day and just track how many reps. And actually, I still do that. What am I saying? I still print out sheets of paper and I write down my movements because I'm always testing my workouts to put on the app. I write down the movements and then I do write down the the reps and the weights that I used. I don't know why I thought that was like something I used to do. I've done that forever, but my ladies do it inside of the app. So you can track it on a piece of paper like me. Or you can track it inside of the app, which is even better. Um, but tracking your progress is something that is really, really, really good. Number six, change your atmosphere or environment. So go to a different gym, try something else, try a class, different things like that. Or this can also be as simple as going for a walk instead of going to the gym or as well as going to the gym starting a new workout program, buying a few new items for your space, painting your space, sprucing up your space, buying a few new cute things for your space. So just changing up your atmosphere or your environment. Now, I 
work out in my garage. We actually did a little update to it, not this last summer, but the summer before. So we painted and moved things around. And that's really, really exciting to do that. It's always fun to buy a couple new things. Buying a couple new outfits is always fun as well. I'll throw that in there. But it is nice sometimes to go for a walk or I will sometimes work out inside in my living room and just do some yoga or some stretching. So changing up your environment can be fun and you can make that as big as joining a new gym or like I said, adding on a spin class once a week to your weightlifting routine. So you're getting out with other people, joining a boot camp class. I wouldn't suggest that on like the regular every single day, but adding that in once or twice a week can be fun joining a CrossFit class and trying something different, whatever it is, changing up your atmosphere or environment, if you're willing to do that, that can be really, really beneficial and just seeing what else is out there and spicing it up. Number seven is to find a friend to work out with or check in with. I know there are some of us that prefer to work out alone. It's my time. I love listening to music and jamming out and dancing and looking like an idiot in my garage by myself. I also like to work out with friends on occasion. But I'll be honest, I would not be the kind of person to like go work out with a friend all of the time because that's very social. And then we're like, I I don't know, that just wouldn't be for me. But I do know that there are people that do that. Like they only go to the gym with their friend and they love that accountability and that time. And that's great. So if you are someone who would like to have a friend to work out with, definitely go for it. But another option would be to have a friend to tag on social media every single day to hold accountable, or there's a group space. So the ladies in my app, we have a group chat for different programs, and they're constantly talking back and forth, laughing about a hard move or complaining about leg day or swearing at me or saying that they weren't motivated, but they showed up anyway, and they're cheering each other on. It brings a sense of unity and teamwork and excitement, honestly, to just remind you that you're not alone. When you have other people to say like, I really didn't want to show up today, but I did, and I crushed this workout. Or, hey, Christy, what was someone said the other day in my app? One of the girls tagged me the other day and laughed about a a lower body day or a leg day or something, and a few of them went back and forth. And it's just funny to see them interacting with each other at my expense sometimes, but it is what it is. But it's nice to have that excitement just so they can go in there and kind of lean on each other, ask questions, whatever it may be. So finding a friend to go to the gym with or to come over and work out with or to just check in with, to keep accountable, to complain about your workouts if that's what it is. But having that can really be helpful in keeping things exciting and to prevent workout boredom. You never know. You could find someone that could invite you to a class or introduce you to something different that you might really enjoy. So all in all, I hope these tips remind you that this is a journey that you need to make work for you. Don't look at what someone else is doing and try to make it work for you. Stick with what you know will cause you to be consistent and enjoy the journey. For example, I will never again try to do a dance workout. Honestly, I'll never do a workout on video, like follow a video ever ever again. I will never do a dance video. I'll never do like a kickboxing video. I just, I know that's not for me and it is what it is, but I'm willing to try pretty much any of these other seven things that I shared with you. So whatever you know for you is going to help you be consistent and enjoy the journey for yourself. This all comes back to you and knowing what works for you and 
honoring what works for you and being your authentic self, as well as hitting your goals along the way. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time. Oh,